0: I will be with you. Bismillahir Rahim. and certainly, we sent Musa, Musa alayhi salam, bi ayatina with our ayat, wa sultanin mubeen, and a clear authority. Which ayat was Musa alayhi salam sent with? Which miracles? The staff that turned into a snake, as well as the yadul bayda, his hand that would glow and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also sent him with sultani mubeen a clear authority what was this clear authority what was this clear sultan sultan is also used for evidence for authority because when you have evidence for something then you are all of a sudden superior to the other in argument because you have proof you have something to back your claim with so sultani mubeen a proof Meaning he was not a fabricator, he was not someone who was pretending to be a prophet, rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent him with a clear message and he had all the right to do da'wah to Fir'aun. Because you see, if someone comes and tells you what you're doing is wrong, what's your first question? Who are you to tell me? What proof do you have? What evidence do you have? So Musa alayhi salam was given Sultanim Mubin, a clear proof, a clear evidence, a clear authority, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had chosen him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was the one who sent him. To who? Ila Fir'auna to Fir'aun wa malaihi and his establishment, his chiefs. Meaning, Musa salam's message was not just for Fir'aun, but also his people. And his people were the mala of Egypt. They were the chiefs, the elite, the leaders of Egypt. Why? Because the other nation that lived in Egypt was who? The Bani Israel. It was the Coptics and the Israelites. But the Bani Israel, who were they? What was their status in that country, in that place? They were slaves. So who was the mala? It was the Egyptians. It was the Coptics. So Musa a.s. was sent as a messenger to who? Fir'aun wa And he delivered the message very clearly. And we have learned about this in other places. But what happened? The people, instead of following Musa a.s., who did they follow? Fattaba'u So they followed. Amra Firaun, The command of Fir'aun. Meaning they did exactly what Fir'aun told them. They didn't listen to Musa They just listened to Fir'aun. And Allah says, وَمَا amru فِرْعَوْنَ And the command of Fir'aun was not at all Rashid at all discerning, at all correct, at all rightly guided. Rashid is from Rushd. And what is Rushd? Right guidance. So Rashid is one that is headed on the right course. So if you follow, you're gonna end up at the right place. But if someone's going on the wrong side of the road and you start following them, are you going to end up in the right place? No. You're going to end up in a bad accident. So likewise, Fir'aun, what he was telling his people, was it right? Not at all. It was clearly wrong. Yet people followed Fir'aun instead of following Musa a.s. For example, one thing that Fir'aun told his people to do was to kill the boys of the Bani Israel. Kill The boys, the baby boys of who? The Bani Israel. And we learned that this happened twice. Not just once, but twice. Once at the time, around the time when Musa a.s. was born. And secondly, around the time when Musa a.s. came as a messenger. He wanted to oppress the Bani Israel even more. He wanted to show them that they didn't have any right before him. He had full control over them and he could do whatever he wanted to to them. So he told his people, go and kill the boys of Bani Israel. And they followed him. They listened to him. Now tell me, is that sensible? If somebody tells you to commit murder, just because they're telling you, does that mean you should do it? No way. And especially if they're telling you to kill boys, babies... Not one, but all the boys of a nation. Does that make sense? Is that even logical? Does the sound intellect accept it at all? No, it doesn't. But the people of Fir'aun, they actually followed him. And this is just one example. Another is Fir'aun told his people, "Ana Rabbukumul A'la." I am your God. I am your Lord, so worship me. I am your greatest Lord. Worship me. And what did they do? They worshipped Him. They actually listened to Him. Now does that make sense? That a human being who has a hand like you have, who has a body like you have, who can get hurt the way you can get hurt, who needs to eat and drink the way you eat and drink. Someone who has parents and children and spouse. Does that make sense that they're God? No. How does that make sense? But still... The people of Fir'aun followed Fir'aun instead of following Musa a.s. Why? Why is it that they followed Fir'aun? Why is it that they chose to follow Fir'aun? Because he was a tyrant, okay. But remember we learned earlier that there were still some youths from among his nation who still believed in Musa a.s. So how come they did and the rest of them couldn't? the main reason why do you think they followed Fir'aun and they supported him. You see, if you think of it like this, one is a person who's very rich, who's got a lot of power, a lot of influence. And there's another person who's been herding sheep for the past decade, who comes in as a poor man from a slave nation. Who do you think people will be impressed by? Someone who's you know, decked from with gold from top to bottom, or someone who's wearing ordinary clothes. Who will people be impressed by? The first one, the wealthy one. Because majority of the people, they have very shallow thinking. They're very superficial. We judge others by their appearance, by the material power that they have. We don't look at their akhlaq. We don't look at the knowledge that they possess. We don't look at the valuable contributions that they can make. We don't appreciate these things. What do we look at? Just apparent, materialistic, obvious things. And that's exactly what the people of Iran did. They weren't impressed by Musa a.s. Even though he showed them clear miracles. Even though what he said made a lot of sense. Even though he was a prophet of Allah, he possessed knowledge. He told them what was right. And Fir'aun was telling them about something that was clearly wrong, but still they followed Fir'aun. It's amazing how you would think that the noble class, the people who are, you know, of the elite, they have knowledge, they have wisdom, they have more experience. But it's amazing how the exact opposite thing is happening over here. That they're the ones who are following Fir'aun in clear error. They are the ones who are supporting a tyrant. Because who was Fir'aun without his mullah? If his mullah said that, no, we're not going to support you, could he enforce anything? Could he do anything? No, because he was just a human being. His people supported him. Because they were in awe of him. Because they were not using their mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed them with. They were just impressed by Firaun and his power, and there was obviously more for them to gain. Because you see, when the magicians, they came to Firaun, what did they say? Will we get any reward? So they expected something in return by making Firaun happy. Likewise, all his courtiers, all his people, they expected some benefit in return from Firaun if they followed him. So because they chose to follow Him here, what will happen in the hereafter? Allah says, يَقْدُمُ qawmahu." He will precede His people. Yaqdumu from qadam to go forward. And يَقْدُمُ means that He will be at the front. He will be leading. He will go ahead of His people. Meaning He will be in the front and His people will be following Him. يَقْدُمُ qawmahu al qiyamah On the Day of Judgment. And where is it that He will be taken on the Day of Judgment? Towards Jannah or towards Nahr? Towards Nahr, towards Hellfire. So because they followed him blindly in this dunya on the Day of Judgment, they're going to follow him. He's going to go to hellfire, and they will follow him into hellfire. النَّارُ So he will lead them into the fire. وَبِئْسَ الْوِرْدُ الْمَوْرُودُ And what a wretched place it is to which they are led. These words over here, أورد, ورد مَوْرُودُ They're from the root letters. dal. And wid is basically a watering place. A place where there is water and people come there, animals come there to drink water. So for example, thirsty travelers, thirsty animals, they are all coming to this place in order to drink water. So what is mentioned over here? That what a terrible place it is to which they will be taken to quench their thirst. What a terrible place they will be taken to to quench their thirst. On the Day of Judgment, will people be tired and thirsty? Will we be thirsty on the Day of Judgment? Yes. People will be very thirsty. All of us are going to be thirsty. But some people are going to be given water by who? By the Prophet wasallam. From where? From the Hawd. The source of which is a river in paradise. And the people who drink from the hold, who are given water to drink by the Prophet water that is whiter than milk and sweeter than honey and colder than ice if they will drink from it they will never be thirsty again. Never be thirsty again. But there will be others who will be taken to hellfire in that thirsty state. Allah says, What a terrible place to be taken to. What a terrible place to be brought to, to quench thirst. And Firaun is going to lead his people into hellfire. What do we learn from this? Whoever we follow today, we're going to follow them tomorrow. Whoever is our role model today, whoever is our leader today, whoever we appreciate today, whoever we imitate today, they're going to be our leader on the Day of Judgment also. So, Fir'aun, his people followed him. They're going to follow him there also because Al-Mar'u ma'a man A person will be with those whom he loves. A person is going to be with who? With those whom he loves. And there are others who are going to be following the Prophet who are going to be following Nuh who are going to be following Shu'ib and who are they? The followers of these Prophets utbiru and they were made to follow Fi in this, meaning in this life لعنة, a curse in this dunya a curse was made to follow them meaning they were deprived from Allah's mercy al Qiyamah and also on the day of judgment meaning in this dunya they drowned they followed Fir'aun out of their houses to go and catch up the Bani Israel and what happened they followed him right into the middle of the sea when it was split open and what happened then they're drowned over there. In this dunya, la'na, adab, punishment. And also on the day of judgment, there will be punishment for them. What a terrible gift it is that is Marfud Marfud meaning it's given as a gift. What a terrible gift it is that they are given. Rift rafa dal, is basically a gift, a present. When is it that someone gets a present? A gift? When? When is it that you can expect presents and gifts from your friends and family and loved ones? It will be interesting to hear your answers. When? Okay, special occasions? Celebrations? And what else? When you're welcoming someone? When you accomplish something? When you've done something? You get a new job, you pass your exams finally, you graduate from high school, you graduate from university, you complete a course, then what happens? You receive gifts, awards on your accomplishment. What do we see here? That the people of Fir'aun, Allah says, What a terrible gift they are given. Meaning the award they will receive for their efforts, for their accomplishments, for their achievements, is what? Larna ba'dal Lana Did the people of Fir'aun do something? Did they make something in this dunya? Yes. I mean think about the buildings that they made, their agriculture, the lands that they owned, the businesses that they had, the money that they used to make. So many things. I mean, look at their art. It's amazing. What's the award that they're getting from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the end? Lana barda larna, Curse after curse. Punishment after punishment. Why? Because they followed Fir'aun. They didn't use their mind. And you see, what you get in result of your effort is what determines the worth of your effort. If you get something at the end, So for example, you make some money, you get a gift, you're like, okay, alhamdulillah, my effort was worth it because I made the money. But if you don't make any money, what do you think about your effort? What a fail. How useless. What a complete loss of time and effort. I didn't make anything. So what matters is, not the many buildings that the people of Fir'aun made and they left behind, the art that they had, the civilization that they had, that's not really what matters. What matters is what do they get at the end. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. What did they get? What gift? What award? Larna barda larna. This is why we should be most concerned about the end of our actions. How do they end? What's their value near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because we could make huge things, we could accomplish a lot of things in life. But if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not give any value to them, if he does not award them with reward and acceptance, then what benefit are those deeds? They're useless. Who are the worst losers? Those people whose deeds they just got lost in the dunya. In the year after, they get no reward at all for their efforts. <laughs> Allah says that is from the news of Al Qur'ah. Al plural of Qariyah. And what is Qariyah? A town qaryah refers to the people of the town so it's the population the community so this is the news of various people naqussuhu alayka that we relate on you o muhammad sallallahu we tell you about them and minha from them meaning from among these qura these people of the past there are some that are qa'im that are still standing wa hasid and others that are hasid hasid meaning they are like a harvest there is no trace of them. Qa'im, one that is standing, meaning some of the past nations they're gone, but what they made still stands today. Is that true? Yes. Take the example of Fir'aum and his pyramids and many other things that he built. They're still standing today. Qa'im, but there are others which are Hasid. Hasid is from Haslaad Dal, and Hasid is basically when a garden or when a field has been harvested it has been harvested. Meaning the plants, they've just been cut off completely. And when they've been cut off, how do you know whether there were strawberries growing over there, or whether there was potatoes over there, or onions over there? What do you know? You can't tell. Because there's no trace of them. There's no sign of them. It's finished completely, wiped off. So likewise, there are some people of the past whose traces don't even remain till today. Like for example, the people of Nuh for 950 years he did da'wah to them. But is there any sign of them? Is there any trace of them today? There is one trace that people find, which is of the ship. But that is of who? Those who believed in Nuh a.s. But those who disbelieved, what's remaining of them? Nothing at all. وَمَا ظَلَمْنَاهُمْ We did not do zulm on them. وَلَكِنْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ They did zulm on themselves when Allah destroyed them, despite their worldly accomplishments, it wasn't that Allah was being unfair with them. They brought this upon themselves. فَمَا أَغْنَتْ عَنْهُمْ So it did not benefit them. آلِهَةُهُمْ Their gods. Which gods? Allah يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ That which they used to call upon besides Allah. The gods whom they held on to, whom they clung to, whom they favored above Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were not willing to give them up at all. Did their gods help them? Did their idols help them? When the adab came on them, could their idols prevent that adab from happening? No. So what's the lesson in this? Anyone that we prefer over Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remember they are weak. They are incapable. No matter how mighty they might seem to us, no matter how strong and powerful they might seem to us, they might appear to us, remember they are weak. So at the end, even if the whole world is unhappy, it doesn't matter. What matters most is that Allah is pleased with a servant. Because فَمَا أَغْنَتْ عَنْهُمْ آلِيهَتُهُمْ أَلَّتِي يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مِن شَيْءٍ Anything at all. Meaning not even a little bit. لَمَّا جَاءَ أَمْرُ رَبِّكْ When the command of your Lord came. وَمَا زَادُوهُمْ And these gods, these idols whom they worship, this shirk that they committed, in fact, they did not increase them. غَيْرَ تَتْبِيبُ غَيْرَ, other than? تَتْبِيبُ What is تَتْبِيب? Destruction, ruin. تَبَّتْ يَدَأَ wa وَتَبَّ تَابَبَ Same root, تَتْبِيبُ And what does تَتْبِيب mean? Gradual destruction. That when a person gradually goes towards destruction, one step after the other, he's heading towards failure. He loses one thing, then another thing, then another thing. So at the end, he is finished. So these gods, false gods, whom the people relied upon, whom they clung to, whom they held on to, what did they increase them? In destruction. Meaning they gradually led them into destruction. Because you see, anything, anyone that we love more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what happens? They become a means of torture for us. Because they take us away from Allah. They make us unhappy. They disappoint us. So at the end, what happens? A person is only increasing in his loss, in his failure. Look at the people of Makkah. What happened to them? They held on to their shirk. They held on to their idols, those who did. And at the end, Makkah was conquered. They didn't have any authority over Makkah. They didn't have any of their wealth left. Their people left them. Their own sons converted. What did they have left? Nothing. Look at Fir'aun and his nation. What happened to them? They clung to their faith. They opposed Musa salam. At the end, what happened? They had nothing left. So anyone that we love more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we prefer over Allah, remember, they are taking us towards failure and destruction. Gradually, step by step. And a person doesn't even realize May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from this recitation.
1: وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا مُوسَىٰ بِآيَاتِنَا وَسُلْطَانٍ مُبِينٍ إِلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنَ وَمَلَئِهِ فَاتَّبَعُوا أَمْرَ فِرْعَوْنُ وَمَا i برشيد، يقدم قومه يوم القيامة فأوردهم I'm الورد a man of God. بِسَرِفْدِ الْمَرْفُودِ ذَلِكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ قُرَانٍ قَصَّهُ عَلَيْكَ مِنْهَا قَائِمٌ حَصِيدٌ وَمَا ظَلَمْنَاهُمْ وَلَكِنْ ظَلَمُوا أَن وسهم فما آمنت عنهم آلهتهم التي يدعون من دون الله من شيء لم ما جاء امر ربك وما زادوهم غير تبيين
0: Subhanakallahu
1: wa bihamdik. Nashadu wa la ilaha illa
0: anta. Nastaghbiruka wa natubu ilayk. alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.